Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw, and I'm here aboard Seaborne Venture on the Greenland Arctic Cruise. And I'm here with Gerald Mosslinger, who is the uh, Senior Vice President Hotel Operations for actually all of Seaborne, but he's on board this special President's Cruise. And we're going to talk to him about what the service is, what the hotel operation is aboard this incredibly new ship. Uh, it's an expedition ship. And you're going to find out about all that and more on Insider Travel Report. Gerald, first of all, it's great to meet you. Great to see you here. It's been a great cruise so far. We're only about halfway done. It's pretty crazy. Huh? I know. Well, it's a pleasure to be here with you, James, and pleasure to meet everybody. Yeah, it's it's been great. And so now, but you've you, your your team has really delivered incredible service over in in this one week. Let let's talk about that. How uh, you've kind of recreated and deliver again the Seaborne experience on this new series of expedition ships. This is the first of two. But how do, how do you do that? Well, we basically apply what we do on every other seaborne ship, right? Uh, so our goal is to, not only our goal, what we do is we deliver exceptional seaborne experiences uh, throughout the entire ship, you know, what our guests have been in. So we shouldn't see notice any real differences with, from, from your, your ocean ships versus the, exped, uh, the expedition ships, right? There isn't any difference other than you have the expedition team and you're going to different uh, areas and well, remote big, areas that, in that the world. That is a big right? difference. You have a, like how many, what, 24, 25 uh, expedition team members as well as part of the crew, right? Yeah, there are 24 expedition team members. They're really true experts that uh, really talk you through the areas, actually educate you. Every time I come on board, I learn a ton of new things. And sometimes you learn how to do things like kayaking, right? That too. <laughs> <laughs> you were telling me you might get a kayak after this one. But now, uh, let's talk about the range of accommodations uh, aboard Seaborne Venture. And then, of course, you have the upcoming Seaborne Pur Pursuit, which will be the twin ship. Uh, what's your range of uh, suites and staterooms here? Well, we really have our regular suites, you know. Uh, they're fantastic, by the way. They're, they're what our guests have gotten to know, right? Uh, we also have like a fantastic winter garden suite, which is actually two levels. It's uh, I saw it. It's amazing. Yeah, um, brilliant views. You know, nice and spacious, right? Uh, we have the panorama suites, which are really fantastic. They're like behind the curved glass wall, right? Uh, heated floors bathtub where you can actually watch the world go by while you saw that that's pretty amazing that that thing it's yeah. and then you have a few suites out in the, the uh, really nice suites in the stern of the vessel and even some great ones uh in in towards the bow it really some amazing different suite options but as i said your 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 basic room your stateroom is really beautiful thank you <laughs> yes so in my opinion the signature suites in the back really rival any penthouse apartment in in new york you know yeah, I, I noticed that i said i was thinking i'm going to move it in because i think it, it it looks like i could stay here for a while they're really beautiful yeah i tried i tried to move in last time but they wouldn't let they me wouldn't let you no. you're even you work here too so i don't know why that now let's talk about in in the suites themselves the amenities that you offer that make it a seaborne experience uh, tell us a little bit about uh, some of those things well first of all 
like in every suite, you know, you have a fully stocked bar, right? Uh, That's important, right? <laughs> <laughs> tailored to your preferences, right? Uh, in the bathrooms, we have our bespoke molten brown range, you know, uh, as well as uh, expanded range of molten brown products, which uh, I'm sure you got the experience. I've been using them every day, I got to tell you. And I was there, I, mean, I I go back a while. I remember when you first introduced Molten Brown across your fleet, and they really, they do, they're, they're really great products, and I, I've been using them. I want to steal a few of them. But So if you're missing some, you know where they, where they went, right? Yeah. <laughs> then uh, the other thing is like, which is quite unique on Venture and Pursuit is actually we have Swarovski binoculars in every suite that the guests can use throughout. No, if they go missing, we got to charge. You yeah, know, I know. But. I'm, I'm going to not take those. I know you thought. But then another thing you have, you, because we are on an expedition ship that goes to the Arctic and Antarctic, you have uh, uh, sort of heated lockers where you can uh, put things, you know, when you're coming back from your, the, your, your, your life jackets are in there and things like that. Right? Yeah, so this is something really, really unique and really, really awesome, uh, particularly if you consider that the ship is going to Antarctica in like really cold climates, right? So just imagine it's a rainy day or a cold wet day outside. You come back right from the morning, you hang your jacket in the in the uh, heated cabinet locker, right? You go for lunch, you come back, get ready for the afternoon. You're ready. You're ready. You don't have to. You don't have to. Nice and dry, warm. Yeah, you don't need a damp car to go out on the second expedition. That's great. And and I can give you another tip, okay. right? So if you want to put your slippers in there, yeah. And you come back, right? Or your towel, you have a warm towel. <laughs> All right, I think I'm going to have to try that out. Uh, well, definitely, because I could use the heated slippers and the towel, believe me. And then another thing, very very quickly, I was thinking about this. Uh, down in the, the mudrooms for the expeditions, the, you you've have a place where you can take those boots off, and it's very easy. You just kind of slip them off. You put your boot under the, the ledge of, of, of your stool, and it just comes right off, which I can't tell you how many times I've been fighting on uh, to get those boots on and other cruise lines yeah so this is something which was obviously thoughtfully designed right so that was done on purpose for making it easier for the guests to take the boots off while they're standing so yeah, that, that, that was absolutely a great thing because I, I i can't as i said I, I can't tell you how often i've struggled with the boots but to put them on and off now let's talk about something that's really crucial the dining um how many restaurants do you have on board well, we have eight different dining options okay. for our guests uh, on board. Obviously, we have the the restaurant, yeah. which our guests have gotten used to. Menu is, uh, you know, same variety as you have on every other one of our ships, right? Uh, so wide variety. We have so it's a different menu every night, pretty much. Different menu every well, night. Well, you do have the same sort of seaborne classic options. The classic stay, of course, the yeah. classic stay, but uh, different menu every night, right? We have the colonnade, which on here is, uh, you know, we have different theme nights every night. Uh, we also represent our Earth and Ocean restaurant which, from which, the Ocean Chips. Right? Yeah, and in the Earth and Ocean is a, a set menu with multiple options, but you have it several times during the cruise, but it's always a little different, right? It, it changes every time we, we have it, right? And uh, the feedback has been just phenomenal. Yeah, it, it was a great thing. And then last night I actually had Chinese food uh, in the colonnade, and it was awesome. It was really, had a little bite to it. Is that, and then I, I asked what's coming up, and we have like Thai and Indian, Singapore, yeah. a, a, a lot of Asian uh, in, in this case, but you do a, all different kind of things in the colonnade. And if you don't want to do that, you go down to the restaurant, right? 
and that's why it is. You also have the option of 24-hour room service. We yep. just introduced a brand new room service menu, you know, and another thing Seaborn is famous for is our uh, serving of the dinner menu course by course. So literally you're getting served in your suite course by course, the same way as you get served uh, in the dining room. I'm going to try that. I didn't know that. I'm going to try the room service one night. And then, of course, you have other things like you have sushi uh, up on one of the lounges, right? In the club? We have sushi in the club, right, where we have our Japanese chefs actually preparing sushi for you. Mm -hmm. So I've heard that some people eat sushi first and then go somewhere else. (laughs) Just a rumor, I think, but I think it's true. now Now you put that idea in my head. I want to think about that one. No, but uh, if there's scenic cruising, right, the room is very open. You literally overlook uh, the rear of the the vessel, right, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And while sipping a cocktail, you're having sushi and enjoy the world go by. And then you have another one. You serve a tea service, a nice tea service in the Constellation Lounge at all about 4 o'clock every night. I've, I've yet to try that, but I, I keep thinking I want to do that one of these days. And then here you we're... really should check that one out because, like, uh, our our tea time is... Uh, TWGTs, you know, is absolutely amazing. Our chefs uh, also change... Um, the dishes that they have up there are the little bites, yeah, right, yeah. and sandwiches, uh, uh, they are changed every day as well, and Constellation Lounge is in the in the front of the ship, right, and uh, amazing views again, and uh, absolutely beautiful. And here, we're actually in the bow lounge right here, and, and there you always have a nice little breakfast and coffee right to the side, and the pastries are fresh every day, and it really is very nice to just come out and hang out here, because you're right in, in just behind a huge open deck to the bow, right? Yeah, and, you know, uh, it's not only breakfast, right, uh, you can come in, maybe get a hot goulash or a hot cup of soup, you know, after you've been out uh, watching either wildlife or icebergs or whatever you're watching and, uh, you know, well, I did. I did that when I got up at five in the morning. Was we were sailing to Fjord the other day, and I had to have my kind of hot cup of tea and something like that. That was great. Now, one of the differences, though, from from your dining here is on your other ships, uh, not not the expedition ships. You offer uh, Thomas Keller is kind of the your your chef of of the company, but you don't offer that here. Why is that? Yeah, unfortunately, we we really thought long and hard about it. Right, how we, if we could incorporate it, and unfortunately. Uh, we had to come to the realization with the remote areas these ships are going that it's just logistically too difficult to obtain the specific menu items that we require to execute the Thomas Keller menus yeah, on board the ship. Yeah. He's great, and I, I've, I've had been on other seaborne ships, an amazing array of, of cuisine and special grill and all things like that. Uh, now, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is... Um, this ship feels so spacious. Uh, and how many how many guests could you can you carry? Well, the maximum is two hundred and sixty four guests. Right. We have thirty thousand feet of outdoor space on this vessel, which is uh, you know unheard of in the in the cruise industry. Um, if you look outside, you know, I mean, you 
I think we could literally fit everyone into onto the bow if we wanted oh, yeah, to. Oh, no, it's a huge bow jack, really open, and you kind of you actually can do one of those uh, I want to say Titanic moments, but you could you know sp spread your arms and go right in the front of the bow, and it's really it's a such a spacious deck, but you have a lot of deck space here, right? Yeah, no, there's so much deck space. You mentioned the bow sprit, right, which is you can overlook like literally where the ship is going when you break ice uh and you look down there it's it's, it's quite amazing you yeah, know it, it is really and then all the you have so many different languages to squirrel away in and be quiet and we're probably disturbing some people here who are trying to get a quiet uh thing in the balance but there there are three or four other lounges they can go to right yeah uh just wanted to go back quickly to the to the deck space again we also have like behind the constellation the front of the constellation lounge back of the constellation lounge there is viewing areas all around the ship right and that was specifically designed right that our guests can make the most out of uh observing wildlife taking nature in and and stuff like that well, so and that's what we're here for we see all nature and see all these amazing uh, sights and we're actually as we're looking we're, we're going through this fjord and we're seeing uh, a greenland a real greenland which is amazing we saw a little bit more of ice and snow and and, and other parts of this wonderful cru cruise but let's let's talk a little bit about the service you deliver because i've been very impressed you really have carried over the service uh, uh that you get you get on other seaborne ships you can get that right here right yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think of the square, right, you get your artisan uh, homemade gelato on board. We have... Yeah, I forgot about when we were doing cuisine, I forgot about Seaboard Square because you can pick up a <laughs> few things there with the gelato and everything else. And it is another one of the lounges here. Yeah, that's why I brought it up, right? We also roast our own coffee in the square, you know. Uh, which is another thing that we do on all the other ships, you know. Obviously, guests are getting addressed by name, you know, which uh, our guests absolutely love, right, and what we, are, what we are known for. And then it's just the same service that our guests have gotten accustomed to, right, what we have carried over here, so. How many of the crew here uh, came from other ships and how many are kind of new? And of course, we know during COVID, a lot of people had to leave for a while and they and you got a lot of them back though, right? Yeah, I mean, we as a brand were actually quite lucky with, I mean, lucky, it shows uh, that we treated our team members well mm -hmm. before and, and after, right? So while it was still very challenging with, with having to take new people in, uh, this ship in particular uh, is, you know, these are new itineraries for our staff, so it's a new ship, so it's always very exciting. And uh, I, I haven't looked at the numbers right now, but in general, you know, uh, you probably have the majority of our team members have worked on a different seaborne ship beforehand because as i say the itineraries and the newness is quite attractive well certainly the itineraries you have here with either it's antarctica and you go all over the place and then and then you have the new ship coming up just not too long seaborne from pursuit. now seaborne pursuit uh, any any major differences from seaborne uh, venture not really. I mean, she's a sister ship to this one, right? There's minor things that we have done here or there, but it's mostly behind the scenes what guests probably wouldn't notice. Yeah, and also, but that ship will be doing sort of different itineraries going out to the Pacific and to those islands, which sounds marvelous, absolutely. Uh, it, it's going to be just incredible.
Yeah. Anything else you want to say? We go out to about 120,000 travel advisors who are booking their clients on Seaborn. Uh, anything else you want to say to them about Seaborn Venture, Seaborn Pursuit, and Seaborn Today? Well, first of all, I would like to thank you all for what you're doing already for us and for Seaborn and what are you going to continue to do for us, right, in sending your discerning guests uh, on board our ships, right? Uh, I, I really hope that I was able to give you a little bit of a glimpse as to how it feels being on board Seaborn Venture and Seaborn Pursuit. and. Uh, it's a real relaxed luxury. I think it really is amazing. I get I wake up every morning and it, it, it's 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 a structured day. We go out and on our uh, expeditions, come back for lunch. I mean, it is structured around meals. I will say it seems to be every day. I worry about meals more than anything else. Uh, but it is really such an amazing service that you guys deliver. Well, luxury is choice, right? And. Uh, there's a lot of choices, right? You don't need to always participate either, right? So if you just want to retreat, read a book, you know, again, it's the Seaborn, what you have gotten used to and got to know before. There are a lot of places to do that here and just relax and enjoy the views, and it's amazing. Well, Gerald, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk about Seaborn Venture. Uh, my first time on board, uh, it's an amazing expedition ship, but it also carries out all the uh, traditional seaborne luxury that we have come to know and really love. So thank you again. No, thank you, James. It was a pleasure. I'm James Schellinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.